Welcome back to SEC Media Days 2023. Sports Call Auburn with you here on this Wednesday. Ryan LaVoy, Cam Berry now getting the chat with the SEC Network's Alyssa Lang. Alyssa, as always, we appreciate the time. We're here in Nashville for the first time. Media Day's been moving all around. How has it been so far for you? Oh, my gosh. It's always such a fun week. And Nashville's such a fun city, too, that I feel like everybody's kind of a little extra juiced to be here this week. I mean, to finish your work and then be able to go walk up and down Broadway is a pretty, pretty fun week. And we were just saying, everybody's always happy this week. Everybody (laughs) has a great team and is really excited about their new players. And uh, when coaches are not annoyed to see me coming to Towards them with a microphone, it's still a good time of year. So I appreciate that part. Absolutely. And, of course, Auburn with a new head coach with Hugh Freeze, but not new to the SEC, of yep. course. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Auburn's decision to hire Hugh Freeze and then also just what the momentum he's been trying to build with the season ticket sales and, and all that sort of thing this offseason? Yeah, I've been really impressed by Coach Freeze thus far. You know, it's interesting. Going back to last year, I was actually on the call for that Liberty-Arkansas game the week that that job at Auburn became open. And we knew that Hugh Freeze was a name that immediately started circulating in the conversation as far as who was going to replace Coach Harson. So we walk into that meeting that day not really knowing how open he was going to be with us about what was happening behind the scenes with that job. And I was blown away. You know, he shared so many things with us that, you know, we we didn't necessarily talk about on the game broadcast, just about how if there was a job that he was going to leave Liberty for, it was a very short list, but Auburn was one of those programs on that list. And he was so thought out in his decision-making and what would have to happen and the boxes that would have to be checked in order for him to make that change and to make that jump. And it wasn't so surprising a few weeks later when it ended up happening. He goes out and beats Arkansas that day also with that Liberty team, which I think excited a lot of Auburn fans to see that he was able to take them on the road to Fayetteville and beat the Hogs. But ever since, you know, I think he's He's said the right things. He's done the right things. Retaining Cadillac Williams within 30 seconds of taking the job, I think, was the number one thing he could have done. Um, And that's what Luke Deal told me yesterday when we were talking about it, how excited they were to keep Caddy there and just the energy that he brings to Auburn understanding the SEC, I think, is really important. Understanding what it is to be the head coach at Auburn is something that sounds so simple, but not a lot of people have that understanding. Hugh Freeze does. Yeah, I believe it was in the uh, the main media room he was talking about. And he's in, to be fair, he's said this before too, but Auburn being one of only six programs mm-hmm. in the last 13, 14 years to go to two title games, I think that's certainly something that piqued his interest. When we talk about the expectations of Auburn, we know ultimately they are to be uh, to compete on a championship level. But what should they be given that this is year one of a new head coach that – the team had two of its worst years consecutively in a long time. What's the proper way uh, in this this age of college football where rosters turn over? What do you think about the expectation timeline for a program like Auburn under Hugh Freeze? It's got to be a few years. It, it really does. And I have said and will continue to say the same thing about Billy Napier down at Florida. Florida fans are similar to Auburn fans, a little impatient, high expectations. They've been there before. They won it before. SEC championships, national titles. This takes time. When you're in the SEC and you're competing on the recruiting trail with the best of the best, it's going to take time. When you are completely changing a program to understand your expectations and your cultures, that's not a year, that's not even a two-year thing. That's not to say that I don't think Auburn is going to surprise some people this year. Auburn will be a team that gets slept on. 
Auburn will be a team that is overlooked by other teams in this conference. They're going to beat somebody that they're not supposed to beat this year. And I fully believe that because of how talented of a coach Hugh Freeze is and the staff that he's put together and how much confidence I have in them. I know there are some position groups that are still a little thin and still have things to be figured out, but that doesn't mean they can't go out there and win football games. The expectation should not be Atlanta this year. I don't know that the expectation could be Atlanta next year. But one thing I know about Hugh Freeze is that the number one word always that everyone comes back to is recruiting. And he's already shown us that he's capable of doing that again at Auburn. He's going to hit the portal hard. And when he gets one full calendar year under his belt, I think this time next year we're going to be having a very different conversation. All right, let's transition now. Let's talk a little bit of Beamer Ball. Okay. I know you're a South Carolina alum. Uh, with the program trending up, um, you know, last year you got wins over Tennessee and your rival Clemson. Um, where do you see the program grow, going um, in year two with Spencer Rattler under center? Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I think Vegas has South Carolina at five and a half wins this season, which I get it. The schedule's hard. There's a lot of key pieces not here anymore from last year. But I think five and a half is kind of disrespectful given what right. Shane Beamer's done the last few seasons, if I'm being honest. I think the biggest thing that I will be looking towards, and I really look forward to hearing Coach Beamer talk about it tomorrow, is their new offensive coordinator in Dow Loggins. Comes over from Arkansas, brings big tight end Trey Knox with him, which was great, having lost Jaheim Bell to the transfer right. portal last year. When the playbook was simplified for Spencer, that was when you saw Spencer beat Tennessee. And that's when you saw Spencer go out and carve up Clemson. The playbook had to be simplified. And the same could go for South Carolina's offensive line, which at times looked like they were running in five different directions half the year last year. If Dowell Loggins and Spencer Rattler have been able to sit down this offseason and really understand each other and Spencer's strengths and the strengths of this offense, I've heard nothing but incredible things about Coach Loggins. That will be where my eyes go the first few weeks as far as how comfortable does Spencer look out there running that offense. And then, Alyssa, in his opening, Commissioner Sankey, he gave a small tribute to Mike Leach. Um, I know you had a unique relationship with him, um, I, you know, asking him silly questions yeah. at the end of his interviews and everything. Um, how did you feel about that tribute? And then just talk about your relationship with Mike Leach. Yeah, you know, it was wonderful, but I was also sorry that he had to give it, right? I wish Coach Leach was here with us still at, right. at this edition of Media Days. It was obviously shocking and heartbreaking to lose him in the way that the college football world did. Uh, But I think about him still pretty often, actually. And, you know, I didn't have the closest relationship with him compared to other people. We saw each other a few Saturdays a year, and I think he knew that he could always expect some kind of fun, out-of-nowhere question from me. But you guys know, I mean, this is a business where you face a lot of criticism and you get a lot of unwanted comments from people, and that can can let self-doubt creep in. And I experienced that a lot. And that's something that Coach Leach helps me remind myself of when I think about him and being unapologetically himself, he would never compromise for anyone. He's talking to Commissioner Sankey about not wanting to wear a necktie. I mean, whether it's you, it's me, it's the President of the United States, he's going right. to talk to you the exact same way. And whenever I start to think maybe, oh, maybe I'm not this or I'm not that, i got to be like that, I'm like, Coach Leach would have never done that. <laughs> right. Coach Leach would be Coach Leach until his last day, and he was. And I try to 
remember that and embody that in every way that I can, too. So he will be missed, um, but I know Mississippi State's going to go out there and, and grind it out this season in his honor. We'll wrap things up with this, Alyssa, talking to Alyssa Lang of the SEC Network today here on Sports Call. And, and Alyssa, with all these changes in college football, and particularly in the SEC with the eight-game versus nine-game debate, yeah. Oklahoma and Texas coming in next year, where do you stand on the eight versus nine games, and what do you think of the kind of the one-year test run of eight just as they try to figure out the new expa expanded playoff and all those big subjects? Yeah, I like the one-year test. Just to, to your point with the expanded playoff, we don't want to put anybody in a situation where maybe they're hurting their playoff chances when it expands, right? So I think one thing that I, I really love about Com Commissioner Sankey and one of his biggest strengths is he's never going to rush into something. He's going to do things at his pace to make sure that they're making the best decision possible. As a college football fan, I want nine games, right? I want an extra game. I want to be able to go to an extra game uh, in SEC country. Is that the best decision for the student-athletes, for the coaches, for the landscape of college football? That remains to be seen. I know I'm just really excited to be able to go out to Texas and Oklahoma now right. in the coming years. And some of these rivalries that we've seen even over the past few seasons, like when was Kentucky-Florida a rivalry prior to six years ago, right? Now that's one of the games that we have circled on the calendar when it comes to the SEC East. We're going to have more of those develop. Maybe a South Carolina-Oklahoma rivalry with Shane Beamer's, you know, resume have, having right. been out in OU. Um, so that's the one thing I'm really excited about, seeing which new teams and which new fan bases are going to hate each other a few years from now. Absolutely. <laughs> you never know. Well, Alyssa, we really appreciate the time today. Uh, we wish you well as we get through the uh, fall season, and we look forward to watching your coverage on the SEC Network. Thank you guys for having me. Alyssa Lang today on Sports Call.